Blog Talk Radio. It's October 1st, 2014, October 1st, 2014, and you're talking to the recruiting animal here, live! Well, maybe it won't be live by the time you listen. Anyway, today I want to talk to you, before the show starts, I want to talk to you about comfort zones. Comfort zones. Every day, you see people saying on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, You'll see people saying, if you want to get anywhere in life, if you want to get anywhere in life, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You want to hear it again? you got to get out of your comfort zone. That's how often I hear it day and night with the comfort zone. Well, you know what I want to say to people who hate the comfort zone? Buzz off! Get out of your own comfort zone and leave me alone! Because the comfort zone is where you want to be. And you know why? Because if you go in the deep end, it doesn't take much brains. If you go in the deep end too quickly, you're going to be in over your head. That's why. When someone who's afraid of heights goes to a psychologist, she doesn't take him to the top of the Empire State Building because she knows he's going to freak out. What she does is take him to the first floor. Let him hang around there for a while. She might even, you know, hold his hand so he can feel like he's with his mummy. It'll make him feel safe. Then the next week, or, you know, whenever he does feel safe on the first floor, she'll take him up to the second. And then later, she'll take him up to the third. And eventually, they'll get to the top. Or at least, they'll get part way. And the idea is that he never has to really leave his comfort zone, at least not by very much. She doesn't want him to feel uncomfortable. That's the whole idea. You know, and every day I see recruiters on Facebook and different sites complaining that recruiting managers, they just throw their junior people into the market without any training. And those junior people, they do dumb things that spoil it for The rest of us. Allegedly, I don't complain about that, but I see lots of complaints about it. You know why those junior people are doing dumb things? Because they're going outside their comfort zones. And according to Twitter, that ought to be good. But I'm telling you, it isn't. Maybe they need to work behind the scenes for a while, right? Learning to trade before they jump into the world of experts. I know that's hiding in their comfort zone, but hey. I told you already, that's where you want to be. And before I let anyone come on this show, I screen them to make sure they'll be in their comfort zone. When I say, Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal No problem. How are you doing today? 
I'm fine. Thank you, Jerry. Can, can I take just one minute and say thank you for letting me be, dare I say, a huge part of this show? Uh-huh. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. you thank, are you thanking me, though, or are you uh, patting yourself on the back? That was pretty no, I'm thanking you. Okay. I'm thanking you. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to thank somebody as well, and thanks me? for setting that up. I'm thanking you for setting it up for me to thank somebody. Guest, guest, I know you're there. Just hold on, hold yes. on for a second, okay? Just hold on. Yes. Yesterday, the Recruiting Animal Crew was the guest on India HR Live, their hangout. And just before we started, you know, I realized <laughs> I overbooked. I didn't. I never booked for a hangout before. I didn't know. And Jeremy Roberts, the big wig at SourceCon, he couldn't get on. So I didn't know what to do. I would have been willing to give up my seat, but I organized it. So, you know, a leader, I'm a leader, I guess. I can't abandon, in that case, I can't abandon the troops. So what happened? Kathy Manis, also known as Kathy Suzanne Anderson. She volunteered to fall on her sword and leave the show. So the big man what a gem. Could, take her, could take her place. So I want to thank Kathy for that. I got to add that she could have come back on at 11 or 11 o'clock when Celinda Appleby left, but unfortunately she didn't. And we missed her. Now, I, I myself, you know, uh, well, forget it. I won't go on too much, but I hope that Jeremy, Jeremy Roberts, I hope he gives Kathy, a big thank you at SourceCon. And I hope she doesn't give him a cold because she told us she's got a bad one. And everybody at SourceCon in Denver today, hi from the Recruiting Animals show. Okay? You want to say hi to everybody, Jerry, before we get going? Yeah, actually, I just I just saw a note from uh, Shally Stackerel. Yeah? Retweeting PJ Radloff's note that salaries on average for sourcers are yeah. greater than for recruiters. Is that true? How do I know? Maybe there's a bonus for recruiters that there uh, might be. that that uh, sources don't get. I, I a lot don't of interesting, startling industry revelations coming out okay, from well, SourceCon. Uh, according to Julia Stone, there's over 500 people at SourceCon, and I'm sitting here thinking, what am I doing here? Why am uh -huh. I not there? You know what, Jerry? I could have got you a pass to go in there because you're, a big, you're an influencer. I'll bet you I could have got you a pass. Don't forget, Jeremy oh. Roberts, the top guy, was on the Recruiting Animal Hangout yesterday, okay? Oh, it's a small I got, world. I got Paul. I've got Paul. Small world. Who's our guest today? Our guest is somebody I met on. You're trying to guide the show. Don't push me around, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to guide the show, but go ahead and tell us about our guest today, would you? Although I have to say. One more thing before I bring on the guest. I think we have less visitors today, less callers, because everybody's at SourceCon, right? Yeah. Anyway, today we have a guest I met on Twitter. She seems like a nice person, but I don't know her very well. I didn't have to recruit her because she volunteered. And her Twitter name is V Recruits. The letter V Recruits, which I think v is a recruits. Thing. V, as in Victor Recruits. But she's going to change it soon to other Ooh. Teresa, you know, it's a joke on Mother should you, Teresa. Should you change your Twitter names, though? I mean, yeah, I don't I know about that. Like that. I think Other Teresa is pretty funny. But anyway, because her name is Teresa Della Osa. Teresa, come on down. That's me. Hi, everybody. Hi, Teresa. Can you hear me Hi. okay? Hi. Hey, I thought Excellent. you would have an accent. Aren't you Cuban or something like that? 
My father is from the land of Cuba. Okay. I, on the other hand, am from the land of Michigan, which we don't have well, much of an accent. You're 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 from Detroit. I am. Oh, so's uh, so so's one of our favorite guys, Stephen Nahez. Do you know him? I don't. No, really? I don't know Eminem, and uh, I don't know Kid Rock. Just to get in front of that, in case you were going to ask. Steve Nahez runs that town. Yeah, that's what I hear. But you know, he does live in the suburbs. He's not downtown. Okay. No, you know, I'm actually in the suburbs myself, gentlemen. However, I do work from home, so you know, I don't get I, out much. I got to tell you something, Teresa. You sound way better than I expected. You sound like a pro. You sound great. She I sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. You sound I great. You Thank were you. Try and me. You know, I didn't know that you would be like this. I like it. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. This is going to be a great show. I hope so. But let's see right thank now. You. We're going to sing a song. Do you have a song, Teresa? Mm, this is going to be a where the great show goes down the tubes. I'll make it fast. <laughs> You're going Motown, right? Yeah. Did I mean, I'm not singing. You, why not? You have to. You have to. Mom was in the choir. Me, not so much. You want to have you know, people you know. continue to listen, don't you? You know, no, that's ne- that's never been a part of the uh, general theme. Last night a DJ <laughs> saved my life. Do you know that song? Last night a DJ saved my life. You know it? I don't. Last Me night either. a DJ saved my life from a broken heart. Last night a DJ saved my life. Oh yeah. Last night a DJ saved my life with a moving on microphone. Are you going to sing, tra- tra- Travis? No? No, I'm not, I'm okay. not a singer. Okay, we'll move right into it now. A little, uh, We had a longer-than-usual introduction. Uh, Teresa, tell us what you do. I have to say, I'll just start that off by saying I noticed on LinkedIn that you've got yourself billed as a candidate development recruiter. And so I'm a bit puzzled. I have a, an idea what it might be, but you have to tell us. Sounds pretty fancy-pants, doesn't it? So now, that's senior. actually the... <laughs> it's the title that I came into at VMware. So that's they have us split up. So uh, the candidate development recruiters are essentially we're the sourcers, and the staffing partners are just that. They're the ones they partner a little bit more closely with the business. So uh, so yeah, I'm working at no, VMware no, no, right no, now. No 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 no. Let me. Hey, first oh. of all, is she loud enough, everybody? Can you? Yeah, hear her? sounds great. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Good answer. Okay, well, it sounds a bit fuzzy to me, but I'll I'll take your word for it, Jerry, this time. Okay, candidate development, to me that means two things, research and initial screen. The candidate developer does all the heavy lifting on the search, and the recruiter takes the credit because Mm. he or she is facing the client. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah, you got it. Wow. Okay, so but you're inside a big company, VMware, you said, and so the other person – that you're working with is called the staffing consultant. That's the recruiter who is like a client relations manager, essentially. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So the recruiter, the staffing consultant, goes to a hiring manager and takes the job order and brings it back to you and says, do all the work. Am I right about that? (laughs) Well, partly. We actually get on the call together. We call it an intake meeting because, you know, that's fancy, too. Uh, but all of us get on the call together, and that way I have the opportunity to ask questions as well, get a better understanding of the role, ask any questions the staffing partner might have missed. Um, so it's not completely being, you know, under the veil and, and you know, uh, hiding in behind the scenes, but I definitely don't have as much contact with them as the staffing partner well, does. Well, 
Let's say. Let me ask you. I have a question. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, so you're hiring people for internal roles or to place at VMware customers on on site? No, internal roles to work at VMware as a full-time VMware employee. Uh, Okay. Yeah, but why are you on a call then? Aren't you at the same location as these people? Uh, No, I work from home, and Uh I as mentioned earlier. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I'm talking to people all over the country. So this makes me a little bit more flexible. Okay. So here's the thing. If you if you you get no, I have to say that's progressive in my opinion, or at least it's not uh, moronic like a lot of people do. They they, they who's making the Agreed. noise there? Okay. They, not me. They let they let you talk to the to the hiring manager. But what if you go out and you're in the field recruiting and you realize that you're missing some information? People are asking you questions that you don't know. Do you have to go through the staffing consultant or can you just make a call or send an email to the hiring manager yourself? This is very depends important. On, yeah, it depends on the staffing partner that I'm working with because it's all, you know, they have their own style, their own flavor, their own uh, uh you know, way they want to do things, and so I go ahead and and work with them to figure it out. In most cases, okay. though, I can reach out to the manager directly as long well, as reach I'm out, seeing reach them. Out to, or uh, uh, reach out. You didn't read the instructions too well. That's a word you don't say on this show, okay? Or a phrase oh. we don't use. Call, email, contact. We don't like reach out. Now look here, look here. Here's a, here's the thing. These staffing partners, or whatever you call them, some of them have a, an ego problem. They they have a weak sense of self, and they don't like to ask the hiring manager too many questions because they think it makes them look dumb, less knowledgeable. Do you ever run into that problem? I have. Yes, I definitely have. But uh-huh. what do you I do? Come back, yeah, I come back and I let the, the staffing partner know that Everybody loves to talk about themselves, right? So this is an opportunity to give the manager to talk more about himself, talk more about his team, talk more about what he wants, and stroke their ego just a little bit more to get them what they need. And usually that helps. How how does that work out that you're actually making the person feel good when you call them and say, I don't understand what you told me, or you didn't give me all the information? Teach me how to do that. It's all about how you spin it, my friend. So, well, you spin it for me. All right. By picking up the phone and giving them a call, they know that my attention is focused on them, that I'm taking an interest in their role, and I'm spending time actually sourcing in their position. If I wasn't, uh, theoretically, then I wouldn't be calling them to spend time talking about it. Okay. So they know that they're getting some uh, focused time from me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, know yeah, more, yeah, so they're no, willing to ask. Say it ten times. I get it. But following up on Jerry's question, what kind of people are you recruiting? Just one kind or a wide variety? Wide variety. Right now I'm doing sales and pre-sales, and uh, my past experience has been all technical. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that that, all you want to tell us about that? Now's your chance Uh, to elaborate, okay? Okay, all right. I I didn't know how much detail you wanted in that specific one. So uh, as far as... Let me ask you this. Let's move to the um, let's move to the survey questions before I forget them. We're going to come back okay. to sales. Okay. How many people okay. did you recruit Twitter this year? You know what? I was afraid of those questions because you know what? I'm pretty new to Twitter. Got to be honest. I've had the membership since 2009. I've been super active since probably February of this year, and 
Um, I can't point to a specific candidate that I've recruited. How long have you been a recruiter? How long have you been a recruiter? 20 years. Okay. Can, 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 can we interject just a little bit? Uh, Teresa, you, you have exactly then as much experience with Twitter as we all do as well. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So, so you, you're, not, you're not using Twitter to recruit. What about Facebook? Mm. Uh, nope. Okay. Now, I have and to here's tell why. you something. Oh, go ahead. Wait. Yeah, there you go. I've tried with Twitter, or excuse me, with Facebook. With Twitter, I will post positions out there, okay? I, um, and I definitely get the word out. I'm talking to employees that also, you know, that are already VMware employees and getting employee referrals that way, but I don't, wouldn't call them Twitter hires per se. Uh, but to go to what, the point I was going to make about Facebook is I've tried a few different times to reach out to folks there, and I get very little, and by very little I mean no response. Hmm. Well, here's I've got a, I've got something for you. First of all, though, reach out is a bad word, okay? You, oh, you contact. Right. You contact. I've got a follow-up question on that also. Go ahead. Tell me. Okay, so you said that you're contacting people on Facebook with nil response. So you're yeah. not finding that it's a uh, a sourcing problem. There's plenty of qualified people you want to talk to on Facebook. It's just you're not getting the response. Is that correct? To clarify? Fair point. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I appreciate the clarification. Okay. Yeah, wait a yeah, so, okay. actually, so you're using their – that's a good question, Alejandro. So you're using the graph search on Facebook, and you're coming up with people, right? Yes. Okay, now here, so then gonna, wouldn't you say that it's really a question of figuring out how to engage them more effectively on Facebook? I mean, if it's a valid source of candidates. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it's a valid source no, of candidates, I'd be digging in deeper. The messaging doesn't work on Facebook. Deeper. I'm going to tell you a secret, okay? I'm going to tell you a secret. The messaging, if you send a message to someone who's not your friend, it goes to something called their other mailbox. Nobody knows where that is. They will not see your message. Seriously, <laughs> I know, you have though. to... I actually have something to interject to that. I have another well, secret to share with you. Well, you can pay you a want to tell your secret before I do. Go ahead. Okay. Well, if you have Messenger, if you actually download that app on your phone, then you no longer come up in the other folder. You are in their primary folder. Yeah, but don't they don't they find out your bank account or something like that if you do the message? <laughs> your shoe size. That would be a That's negative ghost Maybe. Yeah, okay, here's my here's my secret, okay? First of all, they you can you can get into their regular uh, mailbox for a dollar. But uh Irina uh Shema Eva posted uh, something on um, facebookrecruiter.com uh, the other day. And if you look in the address of the person on uh Facebook, you can take the last part, the suffix, so for instance where it says Teresa Della Osa Put it in mm -hmm. front of at facebook.com. That's your Facebook email, and it should go to your re be forwarded to your regular email address. I tried it with uh -huh. people. That's been brand new. It worked with one. Yeah. It worked with one of them. It's brand I, I new. It works now. To, yeah. Is it J Jimmy? He's a Facebook expert. Jimmy, you want to say something? Jim, great Jimmy Durbin. The, go the ahead. Facebook thing didn't used to work because no one looked at it, but now it forwards to the email or that you've used to log in. Ooh. So it absolutely works. If you have the, you can go to the contact and so you can send it and forward it. A lot hmm. of the, the problem is is that people who want to be connected to on Facebook, um, there's just as many who don't want you to. So yeah. you know, as long as you have the name, you find out another way to contact them. But 
that, that's going to change. Facebook's making huge steps to get people interested in uh, putting the business skills up. You just have to wait. Mm. In a couple of years, it'll be normal. Okay, okay. We'll but here's the thing. Uh, Jim, Jim, I sent Brenda Lepic. You know, her, her, her suffix was recruiter girl. So I sent uh, recruiter girl at Facebook.com. She got it. But when she replied to my name at Facebook.com, she, I didn't get it, right? So I, I've actually put it. I put, had to put in the email, sent, please reply to this address. I also sent one to Maureen Cherub. She didn't reply, so I assume she didn't even get it. Now, Irina, Irina said this is revolutionary because it means you can send emails directly to almost anybody in the world because so many people are on Facebook. using Facebook. So um, yeah, it, it's probably still on Facebook, and, and I'll, I'll the people don't want to be contacted for the most part. They don't want to be contacted on Facebook. So, yeah, find them on Facebook, contact them through some other means. Exactly. Right. We're burning a lot of calories on something that's insignificant. Is that Michael Cox? Get him, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. it is. Sorry, I was just getting a little annoyed. Okay, no, no. The thing is, though, if you have their Facebook address, uh, email address, why not send it that way? I mean, that makes sense. I'm just not sure it really. I'm just not sure. It you, works. Well, you okay. can, you can, but you're you're going to turn people off more often than not. What I've seen, maybe it's just me, um, is when I do contact somebody via Facebook, they they are not very happy about it. And how did you get this contact information? Mm-hmm. Don't contact me on Facebook. They mm. they. Most of the general public believe Facebook should not be even touched by uh, companies either for recruiting or reviewing during interviews, things like that. Jimmy Durbin. Is it that's, uh, that's, that's industry specific and age specific. The problem is, is that once you do it, it's the very idea, and the other half are okay with it, but you never know. Yeah, so it's a it's a landmine. Be careful with it. Okay. Do you, do you think approach matters? I mean, with a little flattery, oh, yeah. I think I think that you'd overcome that right away, though. That you should like, say, I recruit on Facebook. If you're comfortable, not no big deal. But you know, yeah, I, I, Jimmy's going in and how out. How you how you Can phrase it matters. Can everybody hear him? Yeah. Okay. No, it sounds like it's breaking up. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, breaking low. Up, but at least he's not creating an echo this week. Okay. How many how many uh, video video interviews did you do this uh, this year, Teresa? I've only done two of those. How many? And it's two. Two. Okay. Yeah, I've okay. really been focusing on phone interviews, and then I've set up some Skype interviews for actually two as well for my hiring manager. No, no, this, wasn't is, going this is, to be able this is to just a survey. It's okay. You don't have to excuse yourself. This is the survey information. This is the only source for real horse's mouth information about what recruiters do. You can see reports everywhere on every article. Everybody's recruiting on Twitter. Everybody's recruiting on social media. Everybody's doing video interviews. But when we talk to real people like you, we find out the truth, okay? Well, the problem with those reports, Animal, is they're all self-selecting, right? The people who are viewing that stuff are usually the crowd who may be recruiting on Twitter or uh, I'll tell Facebook. You, I'll tell you the problem. They're written by content managers who don't know anything. Well, that too. They just, uh, they <laughs> just talk too. to somebody. Okay, now look, number four, survey question number four, the final survey question. Can you describe mm-hmm. your company culture? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I can. Go ahead. So the, 
the way that I explain it to candidates is I say that VMware is in a sweet spot of no longer being a startup uh, because it's been since uh, 1998 that we've been around. And I came from Microsoft, so I use that as an example, but we're not as mature as a 40-year-old company like Microsoft. We have 14,000 employees, so we're at this like sweet spot in between where we're, there is some infrastructure in place, and we've been very successful. We have the name recognition, but there's still some work to be done around process and procedure and getting things sort of I don't understand uh, streamlined. What she's Does anybody understand what she just said? I mean, like sure. about, about culture? What did she say? Yes. What did she say that means culture there? Does anybody? Well, let me ask Jerry, a real person first. Jerry, do you know what she said? Nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't not, not a big either. company, but yeah, big. It's, it's a medium-sized company. What does that mean about the culture? I mean, what are you telling me about the daily work habits or personal relations? I, I don't know. Did you say anything about that? What okay, I'm well, saying yeah, is that there's a lot of room to make an impact. That's where I'm impact. Going okay, that. now you got me. Okay, oh, uh, you a lot Thank of room. Uh, specifically, where? Like you're recruiting salespeople. How are they going to make an impact? What well, What does that mean to them? So it it would depend on the groups uh, that they're working with. But uh, I can even talk from recruiting uh, to make the impact. Sorry, I'm kind of deviating from your question a little bit there. Uh, so sales specifically, uh, the process that they follow and uh, what they have to adhere to with their management and sort of how they work through whether it's reporting or be, you know, their style, uh, how the process works, they can sort of bring in and introduce their own uh, kind of flavor to things. And where they're coming from may have had a stronger process, more, something more formulated that they can introduce here. Okay, so you an independent work style. You're not being micromanaged. Finally, we came down Correct. to something. Yeah, is that it? Okay. And can yes, you provide, that's it. Thank you. Can you provide any examples of people who've actually done that? Like uh, Joe Blow came in, you know, two years ago. This is what he liked to do. Nobody was doing it here, but the manager said fine. He didn't even have to ask, and, and now he's our top salesperson. Or do you have any examples like that that you could show to them? I have examples as it relates to recruiting, but you're right. It's a fair point. I don't have examples as it relates to I'm going to tell you something, Teresa. It's not that I don't want to yeah. be friends with you, but you don't know how to describe your company culture. At least you've got something. We finally boiled it down to something, but nobody knows. Everybody says, everybody says hiring for culture is the most important thing. We're talking to a recruiter. Everybody listening to the show can tell that she's intelligent and witty. Mm -hmm. She's quick. But she mm -hmm. can't describe the company culture just off the tip of her tongue. If she can't do it, not many people can in a meaningful way. I rest my case. Does anybody want to argue with me now? No. Why not? Because you're strident and you insist on that one <laughs> standpoint. So it's what's like the you're point? fishing for compliments there, animal. You're the you're best right. animal. We you surrender. can't describe <laughs> animals. Oh, All hail okay, animals. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the I have a question, Animal. Hold on. You, Mike, you sent me. I didn't call you Kajiti. <laughs> she sends me an email says I called her Kajiti. I did not. <laughs> you you called yourself a leader at the beginning of this phone call. Uh oh. I have a question. Have you always been a leader, or is this like a late? I was a leader on that show yesterday. I a recent <laughs> development. 
I, she asked me to come on the show. I brought the rest of the Was beef. this a late life development or have you always It was been a, a one time thing. It was a one time thing. Except on Evolve. my show. On my you don't show. want to answer this question, do you? I did answer. Don't be God. <laughs> Not really. I did answer. Oh gosh. Let's go on. Okay, Teresa. I don't think the audience thinks you answered the question. Well, Maureen, people don't want you to. You, you she thinks my <laughs> my business wife, and she nagged me whenever she wants to, but you can't. Okay, Teresa, a recruiter. Yes. I won't mention his name, but he recently said, "Look, an agency recruiter interviews a candidate who happens to be in a wheelchair. Does he have to tell his client if it has absolutely nothing to do with his qualifications? If you were dealing with me." Or Alejandro, or anybody on the call. Jeff Jeff Newman's a corporate recruiter. But uh, if you were dealing with a third party agency, would you expect them to tell you that this person is in a wheelchair? No, no, I wouldn't. And unless there's some sort of reasonable accommodation that we need to make for the interview, right? So making sure that uh, you know there's a ramp or whatever else. Excellent um, answer. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you very much. In the early stages of my career, I placed a guy. I get a call from the hiring manager. Hey, do we need to make any special accommodations? I go, no, no. He's all excited to start. She goes, you meet every candidate. And there goes my lie. Of course I met him. What kind of special (laughs) The guy had one arm, and I didn't know because I lied about meeting him. So as a corporate recruiter, I don't want to know, but I do want to know if there's a special accommodation. Okay, okay. Now, Marin Hogan. Nowhere, wittier when I'm I'm more awake. Forgive me. Yeah, okay. Marin Hogan. That's Jeff Newman. Everybody, if you want to send in your nasty letters. Okay. Now, Marin Hogan posted on LinkedIn that she will not connect. If if she gets a request to connect with you on LinkedIn, she won't connect with you under certain conditions. If you have no picture, she's not going to connect with you. Teresa, what do you think of that? I couldn't care less. Yeah, I don't really care, although I do feel like that's an indicator of somebody not being that active on LinkedIn when they don't have uh when they don't have a picture. What but if they, they want to but if they want to connect with you? Uh, see, I mean, see Marin's not uh, she's not in recruiting, so she's not looking at it from the vantage point of, "Hey, what's this person's background?" I don't right. care if your picture is of an elephant. If you're a C-sharp mm-hmm. developer and mm-hmm. you're reaching out, reaching out, I say, both mm-hmm. on. Nice. Nice. Nice work. I want to connect. <laughs> Anybody else? So stuck I'll up that we're, we're sorting I, through. I think, I think Jerry's yeah, got an ridic- excellent point. Ridiculous. You know, it's a case-by-case basis. Yes, mm-hmm. somebody who's on LinkedIn who doesn't have a picture, it shows a certain lack of uh, savviness as to how the platform works. But I don't mm-hmm. care. If, I mean, if this guy's a hit for the job, What's that guy? I'm not. I'm not interviewing people. I'm not selecting people based on their skill with LinkedIn. I, I can tell on, you, you know, it, well, here's a question, and this has come up before on the Facebook recruiting group and everything. And mm-hmm. I changed my which, which one? I was, which which, which one? Recruiting that, group. Would, you, would you consider not having a LinkedIn profile to be a red flag? A year ago, I would have said, yeah, to me, that's a red flag. It's it's not professional. But now, with so many people removing themselves, I'm on the fence. So is it a red flag? No, not at all. No profile at all. Some of the best developers out there are hiding. Here's a red flag for me, somebody that's not qualified. Anything else, I love it. Right. There you go, Jerry. Recruiters sitting around talking about who they're not going to connect with is ridiculous. 
Yeah, that's any just, any candidate that wants to connect with me in any way. That's welcome, qualified. Welcome to it. my world. Yep. I, I find all that thinking preposterous. It's, it's stupid. Ego. That's ego driven. Yeah, that's an HR thing. We Hold on, Jim. Is that, Jim, is that you? Yes, sir. Okay, well, you're the guy. You've, you're, you're making the fake LinkedIn files, your specialty, and Marin also says she won't connect with you if your name is all lowercase. Didn't you say that, that that's an indicator that it's a fake profile? Well, it, it's an indicator. It's not the indicator. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if an SQL developer sends me a LinkedIn invitation and they have a few typos, I'm going to think, hey, great. Somebody on more. That's what I'm talking about. It's it's not not who cares who, cares who Marin Hogan wants to hook up with on LinkedIn? She's not in recruiting. There's a lot of people that my mom would not connect with on Facebook. You want to know why? Because she doesn't know them, and she's not in recruiting. Right. She's not in connect with me. I'm not saying judge a person by their profile because that, that's silly. I mean, certainly profiles give you flags. They tell you if a person's interested. Spelling, grammar. It's a good idea. But it could be they set the profile up four years ago and have never needed it. But uh-huh. sometimes the clues, the profile tell you when it's a fake profile right. used by B2B lead markers or others. So mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. judge someone by the profile, but after a while, it's like pattern recognition on a resume. You know when it's yeah. real. You learn to tell what someone wants. Why send an email to someone with a shitty LinkedIn profile? Pick up the phone and call them. Well, yeah. Okay. That's, that's but what, we're talking, what we're talking about is we're talking about invitations that you receive. Yeah, okay. We're not talking okay. about inviting people to connect. I got one from a geologist this morning. I can't really see the relevance of me connecting with him. Is that you don't need to connect to everybody. There is a, there's a dirty secret that people don't know. The number of people you're connected to on LinkedIn is mm-hmm. no longer relevant yeah. in terms of who you see. In fact, the problem with connecting to too many people is it affects the stack ranking of what you see. So if you connect to the wrong people, you are actually getting bad mm-hmm. results that inhibit your ability to recruit. And mm-hmm. no one knew this because they changed it two years ago and didn't tell anyone. But I have a screenshot from two years ago, so I can show you how too many people of the wrong kind screw up your search results and, and make your account not good. Yeah. I was in the That's office with Steve Levy the other day, and we were talking about that. Yep. Where were you in the washroom? What? What'd you say? I was in the office. Levy came by. Steve Levy came by, and we were talking about that. We were talking about the fake accounts, and I was Uh tracking one, and he said, you should dump that because it's going to impact your searches. And I've I've been tracking it for other reasons, but, you know, we had a whole big conversation just about that, the types of accounts that you're connecting to. Okay. Final final point from from Marin, okay? Are you talking about the porn accounts? No. No. No, no, The ones on the right. Hey, for the record, though, I like uh, Marin Hogan. The one that you're, the one that you're, I'm a friend of Marin Hogan. Okay. <laughs> I like Marin. She's cool. Okay. But she's CYA. not in recruiting. Okay. So why is she, she offering also, advice on recruiting? Okay. Uh, okay. She says, but she says something that I agreed with. She says she's totally okay with non-personalized connection requests. Me too. Oh, is so she? Much, is yeah. she? Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. I am too. I don't care if they say I've been following you for years on Twitter. I love you. I think you're great. I don't want to hear that. 
because they usually don't even know me. I just want them to, if they send me a request, I, you, you're a trusted person I trust, blah, blah, blah. That's okay with me. Anybody else got a complaint with that? Teresa first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It should always be Teresa first. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it, although I do kind of have a problem with that being the default that you send out when you're sending to somebody. So, for example, people you may know, if you click on that, I would like the opportunity to, to tweak it in the moment, and it doesn't give me that chance. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Anyway, is anybody else? Nobody. We'll move on. Uh, she also says, by the way, just so you know, she she doesn't connect to people if she can see cleavage or chest hair. And in the comments, uh, in the comments, yeah, some guy well, said, is she a mitten trick? Some guy I'm said, I'm so fat, I have cleavage and chest hair. I was going to say, it's not uh, mutually exclusive anymore. Some guy. Some guy in the comments, he said he doesn't like to connect with people if their picture isn't facing forward. <laughs> he finds, he thinks that means they're too aloof if their picture isn't facing forward. Who said that? Wow. Some guy in the comments. Another hey, guy, hey, don't laugh who about cares, it. Who cares, The only difference is, is he's saying it, but you're feeling it. Every time you look at that picture, every time you get a negative feeling about that person deep down in the animal oh, parts of your brain. baloney. Hey, Teresa. Yes. This is Jerry Albright. I'm going to go Hi, ahead and Jerry. I'm going to I'm going to send you a, a LinkedIn uh, invitation. I'm going to claim that we've done business together, <laughs> though we haven't. But I'm adding yes. a personal note. Excellent. So, bang. Okay. There you go. Welcome to my world. I'll just mention yeah. one more thing. If Tom you Napier. choose to accept. Tom Napier, he said under the profile, he said he's a, a, a salesperson. He invites a lot of people to connect, but he will not connect to an incomplete profile. That is really stupid for a recruiter because lots of people who know something, uh, they they don't they don't really care that much about LinkedIn. They get on it, no but they kidding. will not. They will Agreed. not. Okay. Okay. Teresa, does anybody have a question mm-hmm. for Teresa? She's got a lovely voice and a nice manner. If you'd like to talk Thank to her. You. Floor's open. I thought Alejandro would take advantage of that. Okay. I didn't. I, you've been you've been railing on about about LinkedIn. I you know what's the Teresa, what am I gonna ask Teresa? her about that? Yes, Teresa. The trick to these guys is to whisper to them. If you whisper, no, that's how you get our attention. That's that's how Marine. Dominate the show. Should use a sultry voice? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. On the similar note, Maureen is. I work from home. If I start whispering back, then people start asking what I'm doing. Maureen is banned. Whispering is one of the creepiest things. What's like a normal sentence you can say that becomes creepy if it becomes a whisper? Like, wow. How have grown? You know, something like that. It creeps it out. Whispers are creepy. Okay. Teresa. Boy, the water has grown. Uh, Hey, Teresa accepted my invitation. It sure did, although, Jerry, I'm raising my hand as if you all can see me. Um, I I have a little concern about your phone number being in your your little intro. Why? Why do you have your phone number there? Report and block them. (laughs) Block me. No, because I think, Teresa, Teresa, I'm a recruiter, and I, I want everybody to be able to find my phone number. Anywhere they anywhere they go, call me. How about Everybody, this? All the time. I just sent a connection request to you also, and not only is it in the front of my profile in the summary, it's actually on my header. 
You know how wow. you can put your yeah, own custom header. Yeah, it's on his header, header as well. Yeah, yep. that's what he Should I change my baby picture? I'm in picture? the business of getting calls. No. <laughs> no, I like the baby picture. I love no. it. <laughs> I believe wow. I'm the only one in the world the with only a time you look LinkedIn good, baby picture. You have that on LinkedIn, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got good. Cool, and they they let you use that? The only requirement <laughs> is that it's a real <laughs> picture. Yeah. And I tell them it's the best picture I've ever taken. They've all been downhill since then. <laughs> I'd like to know why you think that having the uh, phone number on the account is a bad thing. So because it's against the deal. Well, yeah, but they don't enforce it. Mm, uh, okay. Newsflash, I am desperate. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the desperation. I like it. Okay, there's Maureen, Maureen and my good friend yeah. Lisa Rakusek. They're both asking on Twitter how to delete LinkedIn contacts. Does anybody want to tell them? In mass. On mass. In mass. Yeah. On mass? Wanna... How do you do it on mass? How do you I don't know. You can't do it on that. No. You, you Individual one, one at a time. You go to connections yeah. and you, you click on it and there's a button to remove on the right. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to do it one at a time? You can actually do it from your profile now. You can go straight yeah. to the profile. There's the arrow button on the right mm-hmm. that allows you to submit or download the PDF. One of those mm-hmm. is now remove connection. Yep. But, but Jim, you have to do it one at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One at a time. Well, Maureen, what do you, who do you want to who do you want to delete on mass? I don't understand. Well, I don't know. I have over like over seven thousand con- connections. Okay. Do I need all that? Everybody in Cincinnati, goodbye. Right? Okay. Now. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> okay. Now, now the thing is, but also Stephen Nahez wants to know if there's a way to search specifically for people who've got their resumes attached to their profiles. I don't think so. Is there? If I knew that, there's no way in hell I would tell you guys without making oh. a pay. Yeah, no kidding. Smart man. Okay. Hmm. okay, Teresa, are you still with us? That's stingy. I am. I'm here. There's, there is a way. Oh. There is. Okay, good to know. Okay, uh, I don't really care, but Steve does. Okay, Teresa, do you ask candidates how much they're earning, and if so, when? Yes, uh, it's one of the first questions that I ask. At what point? Strangely, I always preface it with, I know I'm putting the cart before the horse. Nice. But are you? I bet you it works like a charm, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. I think that works beautifully. Good morning. you. Stolen it completely going to be used by me. I own it. I just, that's, I'm going to put that in my training. Yep, I'll learn something you. today on Animal Show. Excellent. Is Maureen there still? Is Maureen there? She's not answering me. I'm here. She's whispering. Okay, well, she's got a, she, Maureen, you got to admit, she's got a nice voice and a nice manner. I'd she say does, if, she does. If, yes, if she do. says, if she says that to me, it feels better mm-hmm. than if Jerry says it to me. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Although Jerry's got a friendly voice as well. I, I think I think part of the the way, you know, I know I'm putting the cart before the horse is because she sounds good saying it. That's my opinion. It's just mm-hmm. my opinion. Okay. What if they won't tell you what if they won't tell you the what they're earning, Teresa? What do you do? I tell them that I understand that they're not telling me because they're afraid that they're going to lowball themselves when, in fact, we will likely lowball them if we don't know what the proper information is. Wow. Nice. Nice. Two for two. Two for two. Two for two. Killing Killing it. I don't think that makes sense. What do you mean? I'm now now taking notes. I've never done that before on the animal show. 
Preach, what do you preach, mean? Teresa. Thank you're doing you. great. Ball. Killing Teresa, it. what do you Cart. mean? Uh, uh, okay, Ball. I'll say, I'll say thanks, Teresa. You sound like a really nice so person. I but I don't understand. Cart, and then tell them that I'm afraid of it. No, 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 no. That's not what she said. You're she said she understands you. they're afraid that they're going to get low ball. Well, I'm probably kind of a horse in the cart. I mean, that's a heavy thing. <laughs> but re- really, I'm what, suburb, what, what? man. I'm not like hanging out with Peggy with her horses. How did that make sense? How did you get off this topic? Oh, my gosh. ADD, I think, is how we got off the topic. But Teresa, I'm how does it, how does it make it sense? Teresa, Teresa, how does that make sense? I, I don't that last statement you made. Uh, I don't know. Because the candidate's right. afraid, animal. They, they're they're afraid you. you're going to be taken advantage of or they're going to, if, you, if they stay too low, that they're not yeah. getting as much money as they wanted. And what she's saying is, look, I'm just a person talking to you. I get it. This is useful. Don't be afraid of me. That's what she's saying. No, 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 no. She Thank said, you. she said, I'm more likely to lowball you if I don't know what you're earning. That's not true. Well, th- th- that's a value proposition to actually come forward. She's acknowledging the the awkwardness right away. Okay, you know, there's skepticism. Really, though, animal. Oftentimes, it's not. They're not going to sit there and parse exactly what you say. It's just going to relieve a little bit of the pressure. Kind of regardless of what you say, and then they're going to say, "Yeah, that's yeah, that's true." I'm I'm at seventy-seven thousand. Okay, okay. Yeah. Teresa, yeah. Teresa, yeah. Do you do you talk mostly to males? Mm, that's a great question. Yeah, I think, I really do. It's yeah. if you were to split it out percentage wise, it's probably yeah. eighty twenty. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not just that. I mean, it, mm, it's, it's a the big type part of, of it. It's a lot easier there. for her. It's a lot easier for her talking to men. Yeah, of course than it Talking is. to men. Of course it is, but the you thing is, handling it perfectly. The gender hmm? I won't say a lot easier, but it's easier for her. Hmm? Okay, let me move on. Let me move on. Teresa? I didn't catch the make, question yes. there. Do you make cold calls to candidates, or do you just, you know, post ads and, and pray? No, I, I make cold calls. Okay, well, what is your cold call? So you look them up. How do you so, find them? On, on how do you find them on LinkedIn and primarily, or what, how, how do you find your Zoom Info? Zoom Info, yeah. Zoom Info is another one. And yeah. working at a place like VMware, I feel really fortunate. People just directly apply in some cases. Obviously, that's not an example of a cold call, but right. that does uh-huh. happen too. So, what does your cold call sound like? I'll call them and basically just ask them if they have a minute to talk. I'm always quick. Words, to say words, that exactly. First. Words, the exact words, please. No general statements. Do you, do you have a second to talk? Hi, my name is Teresa. Hi, my yes. name's Teresa. Hi, my name. Hi, my name is Teresa. I'm calling from VMware. I was curious if you might have a few minutes to chat. And you know, I, I would say as far as response rate or what I get from that in terms of people being willing, if they're truly, uh, you know, not in the middle of something, then more times than not they'll talk. Yeah, and you're and also busy. calling from from like a company that's that's known. Or right. more so known than, you know, Plum Tree Staffing Agency in Cincinnati. Okay. So but you don't say you don't, credibility. You don't say I'm a recruiter here at VMware. You don't say that. I do. Okay. I say I'm what? calling from VMware, and I'll say I'm in recruiting. Okay. So I get the company out there first. Do you leave voicemails? I do. Yeah. How many? I do what leave percentage? Voicemails. What percent? What do they sound like? What? What's the? What's what do the voicemails sound like? Hi, this is Teresa calling from VMware. I came across your information, wanted to see if you might be interested in having a quick chat. 
whether it's to network or talk about a particular position, give me a call back when you get a chance. Okay, and do you leave your email address as well as your phone number? No, I usually follow up with an email as well. Uh, so if I have their email address or an in-mail, I'll circle back and say, uh, you know, per my voicemail that I left you earlier, and then I'll okay. follow up with the... What's Is circle back an animal bad word? No. I thought it was. Did a Jerry bad word? Uh, it's getting there. No, okay. uh, I think you were just looking. You're nitpicking there, Jerry. All right, sorry about that. So, Teresa, so, I'm wondering if you would consider putting your email and or your phone number on your LinkedIn profile. No. No, I, no wouldn't, why? I wouldn't do it. Why? Because I want to be able to have a little bit more of a filter and who, uh, who uh, ooh, I almost said reaches out, who ooh. emails me or calls me specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even email? Yeah, I think I would. I, I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, people send me messages directly, so I don't, I, I don't have, you know, with through. I shouldn't say directly. It's through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So people are able to get a hold of me. I haven't heard somebody say, but then again, how, how do I know if they can't get a hold of me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How, what percentage of your voicemails are returned? Might be seventy thirty. So That's I think wow. some of them are. Wow. Okay. So how many referrals do you get on each recruiting cold call when the person's not interested in him or herself? Usually one. Really? Uh, not always. Yeah. Yeah. How do you ask? What do you do? Uh I say I talk about the, the networking and just the fact that it's you know, it'd be great for us to be able to keep in touch because you never know. Uh I'd like to find somebody that has skills similar to yours. Good people know good people. Who can you think of that you'd like to work with again or that you might recommend if you say, for example, we're starting your own company? Who would you want to hire? They don't say, I don't know anybody? Well, no, she's never heard that animal. Ever. <laughs> yeah, never well, ever. Let me ask you, three if, they, if they say, I don't know anybody, and you know they know somebody, what do you say to them then? How about if we connect on LinkedIn? Maybe there are some people you're connected to there that I might be able to uh, have access to. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't we do that? No, but what's the advantage of connecting to someone on LinkedIn? You can act just like Jim said, you can access those people yourself. You don't have to see who their friends are. I think there's a benefit in knowing that they're connected and seeing that like that's kind of a head start to uh Yeah, there's a background. Yeah, warms the next call. Yeah, man, you can't see that animal? No. Gosh. Sometimes I'm just I'm just blown away by your perspective on all this stuff. Yeah, it's almost so. like you've never recruited before, and you're here to figure out what this is all about. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I've got a question. Ooh, bizarre you, world. No, that's not true. He, he asks the questions that some people are thinking. Okay, let me. Or afraid to ask. I actually have a recruiting question. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, but Teresa, perhaps if, if somebody. I, yes. Teresa, if you were if you were in uh, a solo practitioner and you were recruiting salespeople. And salespeople get paid in base and commission. So the base salary is going to be, you know, lower than what their package is going to be. Would you uh, bill, let's say, if you were billing 25, 20% on a, a regular salary for someone, would you bill a higher percentage if you're charging on base alone? I think I would, right, because the earning potential that's there. 
because it's lower, it's right? Person. It's going to be a lower number, like 40000 when a guy is, should, is really making eighty or ninety. Jerry, right. what do you say about that? Jerry, Who are you talking to? Forget it. Okay, Teresa, what if you call this <laughs> yeah. guy up? No, I don't recruit salespeople. It's too yeah, ambiguous. You, what if you're making a call? I'll ask another time. Uh, Levy's the guest next week. I'll ask him. So what do you say? If you call this person up and they're willing to talk to you and you, you start talking about the position you're recruiting for, the first thing he or she says is, Teresa, how much money are you paying? What do you say? I, it depends on the role, but more often than, because sales is a little bit more straightforward, they, they have a better idea of what we're paying for, for a sales position, just to give you some context. But with other positions, what I'll say is it's really going to depend on your skill set and your interview process, I'll say that if they would be willing to share, I can't give specific numbers, but if you're willing to share with me what your expectations would be, I can let you know if we're in the same neighborhood. Okay, so Does you're it depend them. on how they ask it, Teresa? In other words, you know, if they give you some kind of preamble, listen, I'm usually above most of the jobs I've been getting pitched to me. That's why I'm asking you like that. Or is somebody who just comes out bold-faced and says, well, tell me about the salary right away. Does that make a difference to you? Hello? Yes, I'm hello? Here. Teresa, did we lose her? We might have. Uh- uh-oh. Did you ask her if she was on a landline when you started? Dun, 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 dun. No, but she sounded, everybody said they could hear her. Yeah, she was good. Well, maybe she'll call back. Oh, 206, yeah, she's gone. Uh, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, here's, here's yeah, I don't know. So what should we do? Should we continue? Wait, wait a few minutes till she comes. Let's talk. Well, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like your opinion. What do you think? Do you think that when somebody no, asks that think, question hey, about the money? I, you know, I, I, some people, uh, I, like I was reading, Lou, Lou Adler says that you have some really good candidates who don't really care about the money that much, but they've been told that's what they're supposed to say, and they automatically say that. And there is a, a power imbalance. Teresa says that she asks them for the money, and she insists on getting an answer, but then she says, I can't give you a straight answer. Uh, well, what kind of, you know, that's not that's not nice. Here she is back. Teresa, what did you do to back. What did you Sorry do? about that. Did you hear? Did you hear Alejandro's question? Am I on? Uh, no. Yeah, you're yes. on, Jerry. Okay, L- let's pass. I don't want to move. We, we've only got a six minutes left. Okay? okay. So, what if you call somebody? We can ask next week, Alejandro. What if you call mm-hmm. somebody? What if you call somebody, Teresa? And, and the first mm-hmm. thing they says that she says is, "I'm not interested right now. I'm happy where I am." What do you do? Would you be – well, I try to push back, and I try to uh, get – specifically I'll say something like, well, would you be interested in a position that uh, that might be a little bit more interesting than your current role or that might have more upward mobility than your current role? Uh, try to throw something out in front of them to make it a little bit more enticing to talk further. My gut tells me if someone says, I'm not interested, and you just say, well, what if it's better than what you're doing right now? They're going to say no. Uh, right. That's what, correct. The, which is – that's okay too. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to start try to beat people up to, you know, get them working. So I'll just say, how about if we just keep in touch and hopefully, you know, we're able to do that. You know, not everybody's going to be interested. Up. There's almost no time. What will, will you call back in two weeks to check back? Not two weeks. Maybe After two months. After they said no. Well, you're still working on the same search. You say, hey, you know, I touched base a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you said no. 
wondering if maybe it's been percolating in your mind. I thought I'd touch base again. Want to talk about it now? You, will you do that? Not two weeks. I don't tend to, now. Oh, really? Okay. Is touch base a bad word? <laughs> oh, it might be. I said it. It's not a bad word. I said might it. might be, Alejandro. I like that. I said it. It's a good word. You know, okay. I, I punch out that my customer is specifically looking for people who aren't thinking about moving at this time. And sometimes that gets them thinking a little bit. That's good. Do you ever stop and say, look, I that's fine that you're not thinking about moving yeah. or you're not interested, but I'd like to take a couple minutes to find out about what you might be interested in the future, just to find out what their hot buttons are. And then if that does relate to your job, you can bring it right back. I mean, why not mm-hmm. do it that way instead of just throwing out, well, what if it was better? We don't even know what's better yet. You know, we got to right. find out what the candidate defines as better so that you can sell them that. Couldn't you also ask a few questions that aren't necessarily about looking at a new job right now? It just might be, well, how long have you been there? Sure. Well, I just started here six months ago. Okay, so you want to you want to put your time in there for a yeah, while. Yeah, you want to you know, find out why they're not interested. They already said they, they can do all sorts of stuff. They, no, they, the flexibility in this profession is unbelievable. So, so the idea, Jerry, is get, keep them on the phone and engage Not so much them. keep them on the phone. I mean, I'm not no, trying to I mean, trick somebody say, into, you know, donating the to the trick? Republican I'm, Party. I'm just asking. The idea is, is to keep them on the phone, engage them, get them to talk, make friends. Well, the you, idea is to have a probing yeah. strategy. More so, hold on a second. They already said they don't want to talk to you. And so then Jerry swings into asking personal questions. Do you think they're going to answer? If I asked, they would. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. It's how right. you ask it. He's trying to make friends with them. Teresa, what's your comment? Yeah. I'm not making friends, Maureen. Okay. I have I mean, way too many. Make enemies, Jerry. No, yeah, somebody just somebody says you're not interested in have, a have, have a conversation. Have a conversation with people that are not my friends. Yeah, why what do you have to Teresa's label everything? Coming? Teresa's getting hey. lost in all the other comments. Yeah, that's Hang why. Well, you got to jump in, Teresa. Hook and jab. All what right, was your he, comment? This right, is a rough show, Teresa. I see that. Yeah, it's right. rough. It hasn't been rough today. It hasn't been rough. I've been complimenting yeah, you all the way through. Yeah, thank you. You've been holding my hand, Animal. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> the sweet animal. So, you want to so, say something? We're like a yeah, bunch of junkyard dogs. I wouldn't ask further personal questions, but I would just try to try to connect in a different way. So, for example, when I reach out to Oracle, I always talk to people about the culture there because they have a very distinct culture. It's very sort of cutthroat. And so I'll make reference to, you know, I'll take a look at them on LinkedIn so I can see what their background is. If they were at, say, Microsoft and IBM and then they went to Oracle, it's going to be a very different world. So trying to make that connection so that I know can speak specifically both on a phone call and on a LinkedIn message is going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let me ask you something. So you're because the time's up. You're switching to yep. other Teresa. Is that for sure? You're V recruits today, but are you going to be other yes. Teresa tomorrow? Yeah, I think I'm going to switch to other Teresa because the V was in reference to VMware, and my last day here is on Friday. Oh. oh. Something new. Yeah, yeah don't new. ask her yet. Congratulations. Yeah, don't Thank ask you. her yet. Okay, you'll find I'll out. I'll talk but more if, about if, it in a couple of weeks. If someone wants to follow you, they should they should go to other Teresa. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I'll switch it as soon as we finish up here. 
Okay. We're almost with Jerry. I just want to warn you. Don't cut Maureen off. Okay. I won't like Ever. that. I got my button on the uh, end episode. You okay? saw the direction Ever. she tried to take last week's after show, Animal. There was we, no have, after- we have standards. Oh, I missed it. Was it good? <laughs> You'll listen to it now, won't you? Yeah, it sure as hell will. It was racy. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ears. Well, don't, don't, don't come Have on you me. met her husband? I don't need him coming after me. <laughs> Seriously. Uh. <laughs> hey, but Alejandro is also a Marine, okay? Alejandro. All right, good deal. Okay. <laughs> Teresa? Hey, my name's nice Ben, and I'm not in it. I, I've enjoyed having you on the show, okay? And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, going to, you have to hang up now because we're going to Jerry's show, Teresa De La Oz. All right. A prod product, or you know, some kind of a coach, or it's great, <laughs> or a conversation, pushing a conversation. You know, some of these guests agenda driven. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like her. I'm a fan. I'm, part, I'm, yeah, I'm starting good. up a fan club. The <laughs> other Teresa. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give her, give give her a score of a 93. I want to give an animal an 85. Let's let's lay your scores on me, Maureen. I'll go with that. 93 and 85 sounds good. To Once me. again, you can't come up with your own score. See, I, I follow your lead, Jerry. I'll follow uh, your lead. I'll okay. give her a 94 and animal oh. an 84, just go. to be different. No, but seriously, he he bangs that culture drum too much. And the reality is, is to people who know, there's obvious culture. She pointed out it perfectly. Some places are cutthroat and some places aren't very laid back and more familial atmosphere. So if you know that, you can work a candidate just based on that. I mean, and she referenced it perfectly. He, it's, it's hard to define sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's not important. It's just not the most important thing. And all these, you know, barking dogs out there saying, oh, hire for culture. You know, there's that too. But he, he, he goes too far. Goes too far. Yeah, I'm with you. He goes too far on everything. I mean, it's the animal show. Well, yeah, that's a shtick. Yeah. Well, I asked on the on the um, on Twitter, can we our culture? We could call it cutthroat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, anybody? I've got uh, I've got people installing new windows over here, and they're just people banging around. What's okay. that costing you, Jerry? Yeah. What's do you really want to know? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> 15000 bucks. I don't know. What, what okay. do I care? Bring me some new okay. windows. Yeah, did somebody knock uh, on your door to sell your uh, windows? The, the guy that we called. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, had, I had a young woman. This is a true story. <laughs> somebody knocked on my door. Yes. You know the house in Morrow? I had a young, you know, the one you came to? I had a young woman knock on my door to sell me windows, and I bought windows from her. Was did she you good try looking? and recruit her? To be a sourcer for you? <laughs> yeah, was she attractive? She was a college student working in Ooh, the summers. And that's all I need to know. Yeah, and she knocked on my on my door, and I was so impressed, you know, with a young person that knocked on my door to sell windows. Did you get um, her as a sourcer or what? Fearless. No, no. 
Oh, Marine. I know. I she went to... No, our she home was out is on, um, out in the hot summer. It's like uh, 18 or 19 doors, years old, our, our house is, and the windows weren't really the best when we put them in, you know, to begin with. And uh, so, yeah, we got new windows. And, like, the week after we ordered our new windows, there was a an article in our we, – we have a an electric co-op here. Mm-hmm. Noble County, REMC is our, is our power company. And so every quarter they send, like, their little newspaper – the headline article was uh, about <laughs> you might think that you're going to save a lot of energy costs by upgrading your windows, but that's not the case. So I'm like, what a bummer. Mm-hmm. But I can't see how these would not make a big difference. The, they do the make other a big difference. Yeah. Single pane glass, you know. No, they do. You'll see it in your utility car. I sure hope so. What it's do you great. have, gas or oil? Uh, or are you wood burning? Uh, we are propane. Yeah, coal. Propane. For a while, I was corn burning, as you may recall. Were you? Huh. Oh yeah. That's interesting. And then, uh, then uh, the government decided to make uh, fuel out of corn, so the mm-hmm. price of corn shot up to like ten bucks oh, a bushel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever burned corn? No, I haven't. It burns like molten lava. Really? Yeah, like sixteen hundred degrees. It's very. So it's like a wood burning stove. Mm-hmm. Outside, mm-hmm. but so you're you've got like a silo and it augers the corn in, mm-hmm. and then you heat up the water that you then send through your radiators. Mm-hmm. Very wow. Cool. But yeah. yeah, the price of corn shot up, so I haven't mm-hmm. used it in like four years. Well, now the price mm-hmm. of corn's coming back down, mm-hmm. and this thing's it's out it's out of commission now. I mean, like, why'd you get me started on this morning? <laughs> Another ploy to hijack the show. I'm gonna have to go yeah, download that ploy. show last week. I was busy, but yeah, I want to hear it now. Yeah, I gotta listen to. It. I forget what I did. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have uh, any thoughts on the uh, show today uh, about the guest or anything? Is anybody on the line? Maybe nobody's here. I I, I want to comment on that horse before the cart thing and the yeah. uh, you know telling people directly. I understand you're 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 worried about telling me the numbers. The 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 reason why that works so beautifully. I mean, besides just having a smooth approach, is because she's meeting the problem head on. She's not trying to end around it or you know try and argue the point or you know uh, convince somebody. She's meeting the problem head on. Really understanding the types of objections that the candidate has helps you to overcome them in a in a manner that's going to make sense for the candidate. That's where so many people go wrong. That's why they don't handle that initial no properly or they don't handle these types of objections at the end when they're closing. It's all about really understanding where that objection is coming from. It's kind of like karate. Murdering it. Yeah, exactly. It karate, is. Like if a guy comes at you with a karate chop, you use his force, you know, yeah. and then you move through it rather than try to stop it. Yeah, but but it's about training. It's about understanding what's happening before mm. you just you just argue or just you know you got to have a plan on these calls. I'm just assuming Animal uh, gets no. into frequent arguments. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. He seems I don't like think so. no. He's arguing with people, cornering <laughs> people, badgering them, proving them wrong. <laughs> don't you? I don't think so. You know, I know so, Maureen. Have you ever listened to him on the phone? He's very smooth. Is he? Mm-hmm. It's very smooth. You'd figure he would have stuck with it then. Smooth <laughs> <laughs> operator. Uh, you guys are great. I, I have to hang up. I've got to wrap up some stuff, but 
Glad, glad you all enjoyed the show, and I'll yeah, talk to you later. Yeah, fun coming back. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>